Hello and welcome to the 78th episode of Long Live Play, the number one Australian PlayStation podcast and proudly a part of the Pixels Podcast Network, the show where you can get your fortnightly dose of PlayStation news, lukewarm takes and mental breaks hosted by myself, Govinda Whitehurst, and the Fedra to my fireflies, Mr. Kale Adam. If you like what you hear, you can and should review us on any podcast service that will allow it and follow us on Twitter at Long Live Pod or find our individuals via that twitter handle if you want to or don't that's fine as well because twitter is a cesspit and we all know it with that out of the way kale how you going for the last two weeks i haven't talked to you a lot yeah i actually haven't um i don't know pretty good pretty good i feel like i don't know i don't know i don't want to be that guy it just kind of feels like you've been ignoring me ever since you had a kid yeah it seems like it's i've been replaced and it kind of hurts my feelings (laughs) a little bit yeah it's hard to say who's needier you or the squalling Squalling. More than that, more than that, it actually feels like you're you have an addiction and you need to you need to get you need to deal with it. All right? I need to you're get addicted right. to Total War. Addicted. I do play. I just step it. away, but you. That's all. It seems like all you play is Total War at this point. I'm, actually, I'm looking. I'm looking at this list of games, and I'm like, okay, one, you did finish one, so I'm proud of you on there. Yeah. But really, you haven't played a lot. And I know a New Year's resolution was to get back into playing PlayStation games, mm. but you've leaned harder into playing <laughs> nonstop Total War. Is that true? That's true. And there's a really big update coming out tomorrow, which is only likely to fuel this addiction further. Mm-hmm. Mm. And as you well, said, it's become problematic because now we've started putting money on it. Now yeah, it's taken you, on elements of... Uh, you're a gambling addict. Although I guess, to be mm. fair, you, you and Callum like losing and winning to each other, so you're all kind of breaking even at this point almost. I think, to be fair, he won $70 from me, and I won back 50 So I'm down $20. Yeah. Which, bad, but... Considering like how much fun this game is, like I've been playing it for like three months straight. You sound like a dude sitting at the horses betting, being like, no, <laughs> like, I'm having, back. like, uh, I'm getting it back. I'm only down 20 bucks. I'll easily get it back. I'm just having a lot of fun, you know, place a little bet <laughs> here or there. <laughs> well, it just passes the time, you know what I mean? It just, uh... yeah, you know, I just got the sports bet app. It's pretty easy. And obviously, like, I put the money in there. So, like, it's pretty much dead money at that point anyway. So, I might as well bet it. You know what I mean? The most embarrassing part is having to tell my wife afterwards because, you know, it's like the dad meme. She's like, did you, did you win? Did you have a win today? And, like, she knows I was, like, the Total War guy at Twinfinite. I would cover all their stuff. I would work with them on it. It was, like, my beat. And it turns out I'm terrible at it. Like, actually terrible. Yeah. I've played a lot of it, but only against the AI. It's the human element. You can't can't wrap your mind around the human element. Maybe we should cut all of this out because it would suck for all of your, like, game industry journalist buddies to hear how bad you are at the game that you seem no, to cover I've, a lot of, you know what I, I mean? want them. I want them to know. Yeah, I want them I remember, remember when you went on a podcast and you badmouthed me about my Total War skills because I'd only played it for like literally three hours and I wasn't good enough <laughs> at it for you straight away. Yeah. And then I proceeded to beat you in a few campaigns. That's no, look, good. that was in our, under Looking our back. old rules. The, under the like the new rules, that wouldn't really have been a victory. But uh, Absolutely. You were gone in one of them, for sure. And when I was Vlad, you were absolutely decimated. So I honestly can barely recall, because, I mean, Callum and I have smashed through three games in the last, like, two to three weeks. I can like, never forget, because I remember Callum being so butthurt that oh, I beat he, him. He certainly was And then I, I, I beat him, and then he was like, that doesn't count. 1v1 me, and I 1v1'd him, and I beat him again. He was just so salty. I don't uh, know. We can move on from this, but I don't know if I've told you this element. We don't speak to each other. We just communicate 
through Discord chat and we just play totally silently on our own. And it's sort of incredible because mm. there's just no conversation. You have no during... idea, yeah. Yeah, it's kind of ideal. It wouldn't work so well when the three of us play together, but for the head-to-head, it's pretty good. It probably would still work, but it's also like part of the reason I play it is because I'm playing with people and I yeah. don't really just want to sit in silence and play Total War. And especially if I'm getting fucking rinsed because that is honestly infuriating. But I have to say the last time I played with you guys and I somehow made a big mistake and only took one army against Callum's two armies and still won. Yeah. Still fills me with pride. That was, it was a good the moment. best win because I could feel his little baby heart breaking. <laughs> So good. Anyway, uh, other than Total War and PC games, what are you, what are you doing? Uh, I finished Trails in the Sky on the PlayStation Vita. This was my... Oh, straight into it. I just more meant like, hey, going. Oh, my life. Uh, we, yeah. I just changed a lot of diapers. I've just gone back to work this week. As of like, wait, like like two days ago? Yeah, which is pretty good. Yeah. It's nice to... Yeah, it's pretty grim, hey, though. And I, it, I feel like it'd be even more grim for you because I'd had two weeks off and I went back and I was like, oofed. I've got to do this for how long before I get time off again? That's rough. I think I had nearly seven weeks off. And it's it's interesting because, like, I don't know. I feel like from everything I've heard, I feel like maternity leave should be like, you should do it at six months because apparently that's when it actually gets hard. Right now, she's pretty chill. But I feel like once she starts waking up, doing things, needing interaction... Paternity leave or maternity leave? What did I maternity say? leave, probably maternity leave. And I feel like that kind of needs to be from the get-go because you can't both be working while the child is completely defenseless. Uh, the child has a name. Uh, yeah, I, didn't, I don't know. I don't want to dox your kid. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's it. We talked about that. I'm like, I don't care about there being pictures of her on Instagram. Some people are really... You learn a lot about people when they have a kid. Like Some Why? people are really against that, like having a picture of their child on Instagram. Look, I get it if if you're famous, I get it. I totally okay. get it, right? Keep your kids out of the limelight because, like, they didn't ask to be famous and they didn't choose it and you did and it's not up to you to make them famous, right? So I get not putting your kids on there if you're famous, but if you're just a person, like, it's a fuck. I'm if talking you have, about like, normies. sub like... 20,000 followers, you're fine, dude. Yeah, it, it doesn't really... I don't know. I guess it's an issue of consent that the child themselves has not consented to no, being on the internet. Literally until, well, they're 18, they're, until they're 18, they're your property. So that's, that's true enough. Obviously, responsibility, like, let's say. Like, a, like an animal, right? Like a dog. The dog didn't say it wants to be on Instagram, but I'm, you're definitely posting that fucking dog. And obviously there's laws against like beating the dog and like abusing the dog like there is with children. But for all intents and purposes, you own the child like you would own a dog. I mean, I've got the receipt for Leon. I've, I have the receipts. <laughs> uh, that's true. Because in Australia, it's all free. You actually don't have a receipt for August, do you? No, I don't. Ah, so maybe you don't own her. Maybe she owns you. No, she's on the grid. Uh, she's like under Medicare now, so she's on the grid. I try. I thought about keeping her off it, it sort of like a, you know, just a. Let just her a decide to ghost. get on the grid if she wants to later. You know. Yeah, I didn't want to. Yeah. You know, I don't want the government <laughs> coming after my daughter. Uh, that's classic. All right, well. Yeah, um, yeah that, rough, dude. What do you got for me? Anything? Uh, me and Emily are doing a diet, a whole 30 diet, which is 30 oh. days. Yeah, I know what it is. I've done it. Or, I mean, we tried oh, yeah. it. We didn't make it. Yeah, how far did you get? We're, it was when we were living down in Be Melbourne. Honest. Be uh, honest. How far did you get? I can't remember. I feel like it was maybe two weeks. Maybe okay. shy of that. We were doing we're it for at, a We're like a minute. week and a half. We're like a week and a half at the moment. 
It sucks. But for anyone, yeah, it's oh, it doesn't really. For anyone who doesn't know, Whole Thirty is a like, it's like a, it's a thirty day diet where you have no sugar, no gluten, no grains, no dairy, no legumes like beans and stuff. Like you kind of, it's pretty restrictive. But at the same time, I can still have bacon and eggs, so everything is fine. You know what I mean? But as someone like you who doesn't like eggs, I see how that would suck. Because eggs is a pretty large part of my diet at the moment. Yeah. Yeah, well, uh, it's not an issue for me. Well, no, well, it would be an issue for you. It'd be a big issue. Because, like, what else are you going to fucking eat? <laughs> I think I remember just eating, like, a... could you have bread? No bread. No, no bread. Grains, yeah. No well, gluten. I just remember eating, like, a lot of Potatoes meat. Potatoes are good. Potatoes and meat and vegetables and fruit. Yeah. Pretty much all you're eating. But we've been getting pretty fancy with it. Like, we... Uh, Emily made her own mayonnaise that was oh. Whole30 eligible. And then we made some like chicken burgers and lettuce buns last night with like caramelized onions. Some of this mayonnaise that we added, like I found uh, Whole30 ketchup because everything has sugar in it. This is the whole idea of the thing is that like you have to look at labels and you realize how much everything's just kind of fucked and there's just shit and everything. And everything has sugar in it. And so we couldn't have, I couldn't have any sauce with anything, which sucked because I bought an air fryer and I was making like potato chips, but I can't. <laughs> dip them in anything because it's all fucking full of sugar yeah. but i found some ketchup that is with uh fruit juice instead of sugar Ooh. and that is acceptable uh, so yeah it's look it's interesting it's wait why is that acceptable how do you know if there's sugar in the fruit juice well what there is but it's natural, natural sugar, sugar. Fr fruits are fine and okay. fruit juice is fine as long as there's no added sugar to it but you're not allowed to have like sugar substitute or just sugar put into anything so fruit juice is the only form of sugar you can really have I think uh, it, it's funny. I think I remember doing this and Aaron, like, of course, took it to a type A level and it was all planned out. Like we had the very specific meals and everything. But there was definitely a day where I just hated it. And on the way home, I just bought a twirl and ate a oh, twirl. That's risky. No, I've been actually and pretty I hit good. It from I, her. <laughs> uh, honestly, after like a week and a half, I've actually, I'm actually feeling pretty good too. I don't like, I'm not that, I don't crave too much shitty stuff. Like, I don't know. Sometimes I'm like, oh, I would fuck up some KFC. You know what I mean? But... Not I don't know. specifically. Been, I'm not a huge pretty good. Fan. I think the biggest issue is just having to cook so much. Like, it's a lot. It's just so much. Yeah. Cooking. We found There's it was super expensive, like, to have oh, all the meat. And maybe it was just at the time and where we were living, but it was like, I remember it costing a lot of money. Well, it's not like something you could do as, like, a money-saving diet or something. It's no, I kind of feel like I've been spending less, but I guess, I like, I don't know... In my mind, you're buying groceries, you're buying meat, and you're buying vegetables already. Mm. But you're also buying the snacks, snack. and you're, you're buying snacks, and you're buying bread, and like you're buying additional things. So I'm confused as to why it would cost more money to just buy meat. Am I wrong? Vegetables. Am I wrong in thinking like you're meant to eat a certain amount of meat? No. I remember like no. there's no like uh, there's no like portioning in the whole thirty. It's just like make what you want, eat what you want. Uh, I th I feel like I've been eating a little bit less, but I also like ha for lunch the other day I had two avocados and two tins of salmon, and realized that was like a thousand calorie meal, and didn't realize. <laughs> <laughs> That's interesting. Okay, I've been well, pretty good. Been feeling pretty good. Good energy, we'll... good concentration. It's been it's been pretty solid. I am desperate to drink something. I'm yeah. desperate to have a, like I have a bottle of wine that I got for Christmas for or my birthday maybe from Emily's parents. It's like real nice, and I well I'm like just waiting till I can. Mm. Have a little sip of that, but yeah, it's been pretty good. That's fun. That's fun. Uh, unrelated. Aaron's on a whole thing about the uh, like the five star health rating we have here in Australia, which oh, is, it's bullshit. It's totally garbage. Like I have yeah. a, I have a one kilo tub of Nutella, 
which like a total animal, I just take a teaspoon to. Oh yeah, dude. Uh, do you have the little one or the big one? I bet you're a big one. It's a big one. Yeah, I get through. Yeah. I get through a couple of them a month. <laughs> okay, I, I really need the time frame there. Too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but it has like a three and a half star health rating, and it's yeah, essentially bullshit, just it's, sugar. It's literally, and... like someone filled up that thing up three quarters with sugar, and yeah. then some other stuff in there too. It's awful for you. It's so the health fun. rating is a sham. It, the health rating is the equivalent of like the food pyramid. An absolute sham. Don't get me started on the fruit pyramid. That's where I began to uh, fruit? food. Sorry, the food pyramid. Fruit. I had the the fruit on my mind. <laughs> That's where I began to mistrust the government after they told me that I could eat all the grains I wanted. Oh, was that, that was the second... Uh, what was it? I don't even remember. I think, like, dairy's up there. Like, there's, there's just like, yeah, it was a whole milk, thing. Drink, drink heaps of milk. I'm like, what? but it's making me poop. And it's like, just keep drinking it. Dude. <laughs> like, no, it's scientists fine. say it's, it's fine. fine. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's get into the games, Govinda. Yeah. Finish Trails in the Sky. It was pretty awesome. It's a what are you doing nerdy. now? Without like now that you have a child and you can't like, and you've got a Vita, and what do you do now? Well, as I've alluded to several times, given to my Steam Deck arrives any day now. Uh, I actually alluded that to just me, so I thought I'd I'd go go just give me into, a tee me up. Yeah, tee you up and tee me share up it with the public that listens to this for some reason. This is the end of my PlayStation career. I'm just gonna get the Steam Deck, which is the true successor to the PlayStation Vita. Which might be my favorite, like, certainly handheld, but possibly gaming piece of machinery of all time. I love the Vita. I love how comfy it is. I played so many good games on I it. I do love it. It, like, ergonomically is probably better than anything else that has existed in history. Yeah. In terms of, like, in terms of handheld. But it is just flawed in some very fundamental oh, yeah. ways. And Back I hate- touchpad, horrific. Missing triggers, Horrific. Sticks don't click. Horrific. Those yeah, that's three sucks. things alone really hamper it for me. But it is very good, and I do. I miss. I regret trading mine in. Yeah, I've still got my like Gen oh, one. one. Yeah. yeah, from that day we bought them together. Like, and it had. And then, and since... then I got shafted with a fucking like hundred dollar SD card bullshit. Anyway. Oh, I remember that. And I think basically like that day we went back to my place and we're playing that. Uh, PlayStation All-Stars? Yeah, we played that a lot. Yeah, and I feel like... That was actually sick. I'd back it. From that day, I had a single dead pixel. Like, just basically since launch. And it's always been there. It's never gone away. And it's always slightly niggled. Yeah, dead pixels are called dead pixels because they're dead. They're never coming back. It's not just going to turn back on. It's over. But it's like a single one, and I've never gotten another one. But it's fine. Yeah, I can just, deal with it's, it. Um, I can deal with when it. I, when I was at Apple, that was accepted. Like, if, if one pixel was gone, they were like, that's accepted. You can that We're not going to return it for one dead pixel. Yeah, right. Okay. They I mean, probably would do sense. it anyway, but like in the guidelines and stuff, they're like, this is accept- This is an acceptable failure. Yeah. Like, it's just how LED, it's just how panels are made and what happens. And you just survive, dude. You survive. Uh, so that was great. Really good experience. That basically took me all of my paternity leave uh, to get through. And it was great because I could just do it wherever I wanted. There's actually two more games in this starting trilogy. Uh, the second is available on Vita. I think I'll play it there. But I need a bit of a break. This was like, it's a big one. It was a big, long, old, semi-old school JRPG. It does a few things differently, but... uh. Yeah, and I, I did boot up uh, The Last of Us Part 1, the trial version, uh, which I is... I forgot about that. I should do that. Yeah, too. yeah, just to give it a go. And we're going to talk about the HBO show later, probably at the end. 
You have seen that, right? You didn't respond. Okay, okay. I just, you didn't respond and I got worried. It's Monday. I, I love HBO days. Like in Australia, HBO shows come out on Monday because we're Australian. But we're in the future. I, I, my favorite part is like HBO Mondays. Like House of the Dragons was kicking off. It's fuck yeah, it's Monday. Let's go. Like it's like a. Oh, a we look, have the... I need HBO to be releasing something all the time. So I have something on Mondays. The best times was, uh, and rings of power on the thursday so we got it on the friday night so i had a little monday night treat i had a little friday night treat real little bookend to the working week it was a special yeah time but one of me. them was way better than the other so <laughs> it's up to you to decide i i didn't play a lot i i played like you know doing the basically the first episode of the hbo show like <laughs> running after that guy you know the smuggler whatever isn't it robert i i kind of get it I do kind of get it. Like, it's not groundbreaking, but it is nice to have this game on a par with, with the last the part, of two, part yeah. two. Like, no, I to- I totally get it. And as someone who literally didn't play it, I haven't played the last of us since PS3. Yeah, right. So, like, I, I definitely, I think I maybe booted up the remaster, maybe because it was a PS Plus game or something. But I, I really haven't played it since the PS3 properly, and. I would love to go back to it. I'm just I'm not going to pay 125 dollars for it. I'm just no, gonna... I, I won't buy it. But I was happy to play two hours of it. Just yeah. So is that, is that how long it is? Two hours. Yeah, two hour long. trial. Uh, yeah, okay. It is funny. Like I, this is not a unique take or anything, but like they really do the intro better in the show. I think. Like they, they take more time with it. They do, and like you forget how quick it is in the game. Like it really yeah. just kicks off. Like, but I get it. Like in a game, like if. If you booted up The Last of Us for the first time and you're taking it like an hour just to really like actually get into the game, I'd be like a little bit like, oh, come on, like, let's go. Off Hurry it. up. Yeah, so uh, you're pretty but- passive at the start of The Last of Us, aren't you? You're not really doing a whole lot other than like walking down a street and like you're not doing anything. Yeah, until like things start kicking off in that Robert sequence. It is just you pretty taking passive, in the yeah. world and yeah. Uh, what about you? I think I've just got ADD, and I literally can't stick with anything at all. Uh, I definitely I played a little more Persona Five Royal, going through mementos, learning about all that stuff. I totally I've I've thought about this, and I've realized there's like, it's probably a pretty polarizing game. I think some people would just hate it because it is just ten hours of tutorials, really. Like yeah, <laughs> it is a lot of just like here's something new, and you can do this now, and do this so. I'm looking forward to getting through that where you're just kind of in the real like mid game and you're just yeah. doing the things because I'm still copying tutorials and I'm like, oh god. It's the entire. Now. Have you finished Kamashita's palace? It's beyond that too because Mementos doesn't get introduced till after Kamashita, so then you start going yeah, through right. Mementos stuff and then there's additional stuff that it wasn't in the original game, so I feel like I have to pay attention to it because there's uh, like the um gun the, modding like the sh- stuff. Oh, I didn't even know about the gun modding. Oh, there's yeah, also that... like the, there's like the the dude that's in Mementos that you can sell the seeds to. Yeah, that weird little yep. and just his existence in general, I don't believe was in the original game. So Oh, here's something for you. This actually blew me away. If you there's like the um hangout zone that they included. Like you can go to it and you can like watch all the trailers from the game and like you can just kind of like decorate it. It's like a space for the Phantom Thieves to hang out. Maybe that gets introduced later. Right? Yeah, because I'm still, I assume, I'm still on like, I think I just left the rooftop as like their hangout spot. Oh, no, I mean, it's like outside of that mode. It's like you can go listen to the soundtrack and like, you know, watch <sighs> previous cutscenes and like. Yeah, yeah, okay. Anyway, they Vaguely. for whatever reason, they added like a card game that you can play with everyone. It's fully voiced. 
So like you're hanging out with Ryuji or whatever. But it's literally um I believe it's Four Kings, the card game that we used to just get oh. blackout drunk to. And they just like talk shit to each other while they're playing it. Like it's interesting. Maybe it's not, not Four drinking, Kings, but it's a it's a game that we used to play when we were drinking all of the time. Well, we used like, to play uh, like we used to play uh, shithead or whatever it was. We were oh, just presidents and assholes. Which maybe is just presidents it's that. and assholes. Yeah. Okay, I might have gotten it confused. It might actually be presidents and assholes. Anyway. Interesting. Okay. Well, I'll, I'll have a look. I'll see what's going on. Uh, but then I, I don't know. I couldn't. I just was dabbling in random stuff. So I started playing. I started back on my Death Stranding playthrough just to kind of chisel away at that slowly. But it is it, when you tell told you've really thrown me off when you told me that we get to the <laughs> other side and they're like, okay, well. On you go back, and it's just I'm not even I'm not even on the far west coast yet. To so be fair, that... when I said that, like it, they send you back to the first area. It's not like you have to deal with everyone again. You can just... I use fragile's like teleport thing in my room? No, I think they turn it off for some d- dumb reason. Ah, uh, so cool. So it's just like a full on like one long mission back to the start. It feels like it's an opportunity, like if you've built a road to use it all the way back like you the the road building i have a problem with because it's just like i i wish there was just a better way i'm like i've got to go back i've got to grab the materials like you've got to dedicate your whole trip to building a road essentially it's and a I hate lot that. and then like you've got too many materials so you still have some on your back even though you're like you're like oh god damn it so i did build some roads early on but i haven't done it since i did just get the cargo launcher which I'm oh that's for. um I believe that's new in the uh, definitive edition. In I don't think that was cut. okay. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. I, I still, I do find it quite like I don't know. Just it's just interesting to me. I find it just super interesting. I just play. I'm like, I can't believe I'm doing what I'm doing right now, but I am, and I'm not hating it. I'm just kind yeah. of getting through, and it's just weird that walking is the challenge. But anyway, so I played a little bit more of that. Uh, I I just I do like D and D, and so. Pathfinder Wrath of the Righteous. I saw you playing it. I was like, I should give it a go. And I knew, I knew I wouldn't like it. And I knew it wouldn't Yeah, I knew you specifically. I played Kingmaker. Oh, that's right. I couldn't get into it. And then I played this even less. And I was like, the controls are bad. I think I would enjoy it more on a PC. I really do. Because I'm playing Uh, playing Pillars of Eternity Deadfire on my PC. And that's actually sick. Because it's just, I can select a character easily. I can control them easily. I can tell them what to do easily. I can pause it easily. It's just better and this i'm just like why am i holding like why can't i go into my inventory and just r1 r l1 to swap characters you've got to do the whole l2 select the card of the character you want and then it goes it's just and then cumbersome and it's annoying it's so funny you say that because i played it on pc first and then picked it up on console and i prefer console i, I prefer the controls just oh, I think they're I for think whatever reason as as, I, as a newcomer with no experience of the pc version i, th- I just was like this is yeah. Not it. This is not it. So it, I, I you get used it. to it. I've played a lot of that game. <laughs> I reviewed yeah, it. Though, gonna, so. As my as my CRPG game, I'm just gonna stick with Pillars of Eternity Deadfire, I think. Yeah. It's uh, a good one. That's actually I've been enjoying that a lot. It's was pretty good. I've I've got a good little uh I haven't played for a while, but I, I got a good good thing going there. Although I did get absolutely rinsed by a ship, like a pirate ship. Just yeah, that can be tough. Me, and I was like trying to fight them and I was just like, I can't, I can't win this. <laughs> Insane uh, and then uh, because it's on PlayStation Plus and I figured I'd, and they had the PS5 version released for it. I, I tried to start Jedi, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order again. Yeah, that old bugbear. 
Part of the reason was because when I, the first time I played this, I was in hotel quarantine after coming back from America for two weeks. Mm. And I wasn't in the probably the best headspace. And I think I just got really fucking frustrated with this game. I remember being like, this isn't fun. It's fucking, fucking annoying. And I'm so annoyed by it. And so I just stopped playing it and assumed it was really bad. Uh, so I booted up the PS5 version the other day, played probably maybe four hours or so of it. Uh, it's still pretty bad. I'm still going to back that. <laughs> the combat is awful. Like, uh, okay, awful is maybe a stretch, but it's just real bad. Like, it's just floaty. I see that they try to do the Dark Souls, like Souls-like oh, vibe, yeah, right? Yeah. But for one, R1 and R2 should be light and heavy attack in any game. Yeah, I agree now. I'm just using square and triangle, and that annoys me. Uh, and it's just so floaty. It reminds me a lot of... It's almost like Dark Souls tried to do the Witcher combat, where like I'm doing all these spins and flips. I'm like, no, I need... like. If I'm swinging, I need you to swing when I say it. Yeah, that, I don't want you to like. I don't want you to spin around and swing. I need you to just swing, and I'm just getting minced by these dumb little monsters on the ground. It was driving me crazy. It needs that weight. Like if you're pulling the button, you commit yeah. to the full animation. You know exactly how long it takes. Like yeah. that was that was yeah. my criticism is that it tried to be too many things and didn't focus in on any of them. Like it's a little bit uncharted, a little bit Dark Souls. Like yeah, I wish it had uh, honed in on it a little. Like. I, I, I like it enough that I I would be interested in the next game. And that's kind of why I played it, because they announced the new game, yeah. what it's called. Uh, and I was like, oh, maybe I can just smash through this. I actually put it on the, whatever the recommended difficulty is, which is two less than the hardest. Yeah. Because I think when I was playing as in, in quarantine, I had it like up a difficulty, and that was just driving me insane. Yeah. So I'm just trying to take it easy and chill. And uh, I'm not hating it. I'm just not. Yeah. I'm not loving it. I like the exploration's good. I like the the traversal stuff gets pretty interesting, but I just the combat itself I just think is really just uh, I can't pinpoint, but it doesn't feel right. I think over the course of this podcast, I've tried to beat that game three times, and I just mm. I, I fall off somewhere around like the second world or something. It's I don't know yeah, why. I like it's not even that I don't like. like I don't even. Uh, I guess the main character I think is a little bit. Bleh. Just a little bland, you know? Yeah, that's fair. What's it? What's his name? Cal Kestis. I don't know why I know yeah, that's that. That's it. That's it. Uh, they did the alliteration thing like Marvel does, just so you remember it more. It's a mm. smart little trick. It's like uh, August Adams. He's just a little bit... Like, I don't really care about him, and I don't really care about where he came from. And I... You know? But I like I like the idea of like, oh, the Jedi are gone. Let's try and get him back and rebuild them. Yeah. Just, he's just a bit flat for me, really. It's, it's one of those things, too, where you're like, but you don't though because we saw what happened in the movies like you clearly True. fail it's like the, you certainly the, the don't downside rebuild. of any prequel of anything is you're like well i know what like i when i told you i was re-watching game of thrones and i was listening to the audiobooks and stuff of game of thrones yeah i fully ruined house of the dragon for me or at least decent parts of it like i know someone gets killed by someone and like i like i was like damn that's brutal yeah, i wish i didn't know random that. side some side character in the book just says oh, the story about so-and-so getting killed by so-and-so. And I was like, Jesus, what? <laughs> and <laughs> you know it. when it's happening, you're trying to hit the pause button, but it's too late. Oh, I didn't know it was going to happen. But anyway, so yeah, I tried Jedi Fallen Order. I just can't really... Nothing's holding me right now. And I think the only thing that's going to really kick me out... I need new games. No, I, I know. I think, my back, I think my backlog's dead. I just can't do the backlog. Yeah, I actually like cleared out my PS5 like pretty solidly trying to do the same thing. Like, why do I keep booting up these games I know I'm not going to beat. It's I just... do want to finish Death Stranding. I really do. And Persona 5 being that yeah. I finished the 
technically I finished the story already once. I'm not super committed to finishing it, but it is. It's probably the one I've been playing the most. It's just. It's very good. It's so fucking good. <laughs> well, it's funny uh, as well because we're on the eve of Persona Three and Four are releasing. I thought they on were PS4. out already, or I saw reviews popping up for them. I want to say, yeah, reviews were today. I want to say it's tomorrow, the nineteenth. Mm, um, okay, okay. Uh, I'm definitely interested. I'd probably, honestly, I want to pick it up on my Switch, but I was, I was uh, toying with the idea of of trading in my Switch and getting an OLED Switch, but I just don't give a fuck about my switch anyway it's just my battery yeah. is so bad on my launch switch that i just i like the handheld and i can't play the handheld because it's just it literally gets me maybe an hour and a half to two hours it's not enough no. I, I mean if you haven't played it persona 3 is awesome it's really quite i tried cool. i tried on my vita i believe and i just yeah, it's yeah. a little it's a little too basic you know yeah I like being able to walk around the town rather than just flipping yeah. through a screen and selecting an uh, icon on a screen you know what i mean uh, but look, maybe I, I'm holding out hope that Atlas just does the Persona Three remake that we're rum- that's rumored at the moment because that would, if it was Persona Five, but it was just the Persona Three story, but Persona yeah. Five like experience, I would love that. Yeah, right. Uh, but that's it for me, Kale. And I think being that we're pr- already pretty deep into this fucking potty, let's get into some quick fire, baby. You ready? You buckle yeah, in. we've got it. We've got a bit on the docket as it's been two weeks since we've been here. It's funny, we actually have a bit. Things are starting to heat up. Yeah, kind of. And we've probably missed stuff. And if we have, just, you'll be fine. It'll be fine. <laughs> go go listen to go listen to the weekly recap by... Um, Skill Up? Skill Up, yeah. I love listen it. Yeah, up. I listen to it all He's the time. Ozzy, Ozzy, Ozzy. Let's go, baby. <gasps> yeah! PS5 stock will be easier to find as sales surpass 30 million units milestone. Seems like it's about time for a PS5 Pro announcement. What do you reckon? Yeah, it does. It does. It's been, what, two years? A little yeah, over? It's two years since they finally are able to just have shelves stocked with PS5s, which sounds absurd to me. Yeah. And it seems like the perfect time to announce a PS5 Pro to come out at the end of this year, and that's going to be impossible to find for two years. And by the time that's easy to find... PS6 baby, let's go. Yeah, it's a weird one. It's it's very odd to me too because I I guess I just don't know anyone in real life anymore. I barely leave the house now that I work from home and have a baby. E- but like everyone I know that wants one has one. Yeah, that's, that's it. Said, and it's and it's fine. Everything's fine. Uh, moving right along, Kale Bungie <laughs> has multiple unannounced projects in development with Sony's support. Will we finally get a Halo game? No, we won't. Definitely not. But <laughs> no, that's crazy. Still. <laughs> it is interesting, and you know what time it is, Govinda. It's time for us to start thinking about Destiny 2 Lightfall, which does go oh, live dude. in like another week or two. Oh, 27th? actually? Yeah, I think it's the 27th. Oh, dude, that's crazy. I didn't know that. So that's I didn't the know time... I was going to have to commit my life to playing <laughs> Destiny. Yeah, now we dive we're into definitely gonna play that. <laughs> Destiny just enough to play through the DLC and then leave it for I'm another six months. I'm fine with it, though. I'm kind of fine with it. My I like problem it with too. Destiny is the Crucible is really... They need to fix it. It's a bit cooked at the moment. And I would like to play it because I would like a little quick little shooter. Because I did jump in and play some COD the other day. just some And not Warzone, just straight up COD. Yeah, I really haven't. I fell off that uh, since I had a child. I really fell uh, off that hard. Haven't thought about I, it. Do you know if people like it in the community? Like Destiny 2. Oh, sorry. Uh, Warzone 2.0. Because remember uh, when we were yeah, I think, around? I think I think people like it. I just don't know if they love it. It still seems kind of buggy as well. 
yeah right and tell uh, i don't know I, I really fell off it i had people in america i used to play with but one of them had a kid and my schedule is not as I, I, I always played in the morning. If I had like a late shift at Apple or I was working like the day off for Apple, I'd play then, but it's just not really been feasible lately. So I really have barely touched Warzone compared to the first Warzone. So Yeah. Anyways. But I'm definitely down to get into Destiny 2 again. And I, multiple unannounced projects is pretty cool considering they've just been working on one game for the last 10 years. Yeah, I'd be fascinated to see something new from them. Destiny 2 is like a very... Again, it just keeps... It's basically drawn you and I back every single expansion. Like, they're yeah, doing something it, right. Without, was, without fail, this is going to be the one of the PlayStation, like, service games, at least. Yeah, them, for sure. Probably. And we always have a good time with it. Like, it's always at least fun. Like, the last fun. one particularly was fun. Uh, a couple yeah. of ones before were a little bit touch and go. But anyway, we're going to move on, because this is meant to be a quick fire, Kale, and you're really dragging your feet over here. God damn it. Apparently, placing a PS5 vertically could kill it. Unverified claims suggest. I did and mine died. Myth confirmed. <laughs> yeah, this was a weird story. It was going around everywhere. Uh, there was this report going around. It got picked up by a few outlets that... Yeah. And I think it freaked everyone out because like, a lot of people have their PlayStation... Myself included have their PlayStation standing vertically. Well, I was like, what do you mean that's It's like bad? the only PlayStation that's ever included a stand with it. And it's also advertised vertically everywhere. Uh, and obviously by this design, it was designed to stand vertically. Like that is the way yeah. it was designed with the option to go side, like horizontal if you want to. Uh, but look, I don't think, don't worry about it. You're all good. Especially if you're in Australia, you have two years consumer law coverage on that thing. So maybe put it on its side after two years. Um, but I'd say you're probably <laughs> going to, if you're anything like me, you're almost certainly going to buy a PlayStation 5 Pro whenever it comes out. So it doesn't really matter at that point. It's um, true. But yeah, apparently some, I forget what it was. There was like some liquid metal would would leak onto the CPU and kill it or something like that. But That's what they were saying, wasn't it? Yeah. Who knows? And I don't really care. Place it however you want to. Sean's put his in a tiny little like box in a TV cabinet. And I was like, hey, it's probably going to overheat at some point. But that's you, dude. You do you. But two years consumer law coverage. Let's go. <laughs> Next up, Kale. Death First. Let It Die is going offline to be redeveloped. Is it time to let it die? Yeah, it is. Um, it is ironic that that is the name of the game. <laughs> uh, honestly, uh, and I, it just doesn't look very good. No, I just thought this was an interesting one because it was available as part of uh, PS Plus at some point, I believe, when it launched. So, like yep. a lot of a lot of people had this game. I played it for like a hot minute. It was fairly average. I forgot about it, and yeah, I just saw this story pop up that yeah. The situation is so bad with like matchmaking that the developers want to take it offline, and it's for an indeterminate amount of time. It might not yeah, come back. A, is it is a free to play game, or is it people were buying it? That's an important factor. It has I'm to be free not to play, right? sure because I got it through PS Plus, and I've barely thought about it. And since I saw this news, yeah, honestly, <laughs> honestly, I like the artwork for it, but I just don't think it's it's doesn't look appealing to me at all. Uh, but moving right along, Kale, this one is a twofer. Two rumors here, all linked together. Sci-fi RPG from Sony supposedly leaked. Rumor, Sony leaked sci-fi RPGs from Outriders dev, People Can Fly. If true, it's nice to see Sony making something other than third-person action games. It's a third-person shooter, by the <laughs> bit. So, pretty close, but... Kind of the you same know, It's a little deal. different. It's a little different. It's like Uncharted was a third-person action shooter. So, you know, yeah, is, I guess um... it's just the same, isn't it? It's one of those things where I'm like, that's 
sounds cool. Like, um, you know, that's totally fine. The the people can fly angle came a few days later. That um sours me because not only was I not a huge fan of Outriders. Did you play that with me? I feel like I bought it. Maybe I just I played it on my own. I played no, I played uh, I played just the demo or the beta or something. Yeah, with you, and I thought it was pretty mid, so I didn't really care so much. But I am hopeful that that that's their first foray into AAA, AA, AAA development, and maybe they'll have something a little bit better for us, especially if Sony is is backing them. They have a pretty high standard, so that's. All well and good, but People Can Fly, I believe, also made um, Bulletstorm. Do you remember that game? Didn't people secretly, secretly love Bulletstorm? There was a was revision. There like a weird cult following there? I loathe it. I hated this game. But there was, like, I think there was, like, a remastered version came out and people liked it. It was, like, a skill shooter where you would, like, throw dudes around and, like, shoot them in the air and, like, bounce them off, like, you know, blow them into... It just, I, I hated it. I hated the aesthetic of it. Something about it rubbed me the wrong way. And Yeah, look, look, this, they didn't, I didn't see much from this little leak either. It was just like a little bit of a video of like someone walking onto a balcony with a gun and there's like a giant monster looking. That's all I really saw. Like a giant monster off in the distance, uh, kind of had like maybe mass effecty kind of vibes, but also to me just, it didn't look like I was getting wowed, but also the quality was horrific, so not much to go off. Next up, Kale. Ambitious The Last of Us multiplayer gets new art as series passes 37 million units sold. Now, if only we could see some damn gameplay, Kale. I know. Give me that factions. I told you what our friend uh, Callum said, that maybe a cool end to the HBO show would be like, oh, and here's factions. Like it shadow drops or something. Look, let's not get our hopes up, but that would be a that cool... would be uh, it'd be a, that'd be a good good way to do it. I think. Yeah, like Suck continue a bunch fight. of people. Now I'm going to throw something out there, and it sounds crazy on the surface. It sounds Hit me with it. crazy. Lure everyone in with this show that is maybe good, maybe not good. We'll talk about that later. Free to play. Hmm. I don't know that. We know if that's going to be the case. I feel like it has to be premium, right? You'd think so, but wouldn't it make sense to lure in all these plebs and then go free to play with it? It would be... Oh, I, I don't know. There's something about... I don't know. It feels weird. <laughs> I know it feels weird, but I think it's one of those things where if you want to have a game as a service in today's day and age, Destiny is a real outlier because it's also multi-platform as well which this will not yeah. be. And I no. think if you want to have a game that survives, that is a game as a service, it needs to be free. We live in that weird world now where like, it technically would be multi-plat because it would probably come to PC. Like The Last of Us did. So why wouldn't uh, It almost has to. Yeah, you're right. It almost has to come to PC, honestly. Um, so you are probably right there. It's, but it's... I just think it would be a, a bold strategy just to be like, hey, look, all these people that don't really buy games play games, but there you have a PlayStation randomly. It's a free game. It just feels strange, like, for a premium thing, like Naughty Dog, it's quality, it's what you pay for. Like, for them to put out a free-to-play game, I think, would be a weird mixed message. But maybe I'm just overthinking I'm with that. you, but at the same time, if it's $120, I don't know if I want to buy it. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh, okay, I... so, okay, let's, let's backtrack. Not free. Yeah. Day one PlayStation Plus. I mean, that's a whole different kettle of fish, isn't it? I think that that might be even maybe a little more plausible. Day one PlayStation Plus, if you're on PC, you're paying for it. 
I mean, that'd be that a slam dunk. More sense. That would yeah, be. I would a, love that. I would. That love would be the way to do it. I just anyway, quickly, uh, thirty-seven million units. There's nothing to turn your nose up at. Well, when you've released the game three times, the one game three times, sure, that makes sense. It, no, but it I mean, that's, that's a lot for sure. That's a, in its own way, that's a testament to how good it is because you've gotten people to double and triple dip. <laughs> it's it's calling Atlas of... over here. Atlas, hey, hang on. Yeah, they must be sitting. They must, actually, they wouldn't have more than like four million probably. Anyway, we're going to move right along, Cal, because again, this is quick fire, and you keep dragging your feet. I'm Sorry. always going to blame you for it. Just remember that. Forspoken continues to divide opinions following PS5 demo. In my opinion, it looks just fine. Like just fine. I, I. From what I can see of this game, I didn't even play the demo, but from what I can see, easy five. Five and a half. Five and a half out of ten? Yeah. Well, yeah. We only use our rubric. What are you talking about? Of course. Oh, no. It's just just clarifying. I, I'm... Five. <laughs> no, out of, out of 15. I'm not inclined to like this game. <laughs> no, nah, I'm not going to get it. I, I'm already turned off. As soon as I saw a, uh, a combo, like... Uh, you know, measuring my battles, like rating my battle. I was like, nah, I'm over it. It's over. Uh, this one is hilarious. Honestly, I can't even deal with this because we kind of forgot that this game was meant to come out in November. But Skull and Bones delayed yet again as Ubisoft cancels three other games amidst a bit of a crisis they're having at the moment, honestly. They're having and a bad it- time. Actually, just to tie into this before we continue, I saw a thing on VGC where it's uh, U- Ubisoft CEO reportedly tells staff the onus is on them to reverse the troubling company. Yeah, it's funny. I literally just wrote that for Push Square. I don't think it's published yet. But yeah, I just covered that story <laughs> as well. Uh, uh, so- oh, wait, but do you have the next part that uh, a French trade union has called for Ubisoft Paris to strike in response? Um they want a 10% flat increase to salaries and they want a four-day working week because... And they directly call out Yves Gilmont in it. They're saying that the employees are being blamed for his mistakes. Yeah. It's pretty Make heavy. Make better games. Make better uh, games. It's funny, though. Although, yeah. having said that, the new Assassin's Creed going apparently is going back to like the like classic Assassin's Creed formula. I'm all in. That's the Assassin's Creed I want. But anyway, continue. Yeah, I, I think that's a roll of the dice. I think at this point, people expect Valhalla. Like, there are people like your brothers that just play Valhalla. You know, like, there is, like, an audience for the new Assassin's Creed. I always would see Rada playing it. Yeah, for sure. I, I don't doubt it at all. I'm just saying, for me, I'd weigh... Like, I've tried it. Valhalla's not for me. I want a classic Assassin's Creed. I want... Batman Arkham style combat combo counter situation and I want to be actually stealth and I actually want to be an assassin and I want to jump off roofs and I want to stab people with a blade that comes out of my wrists, okay? Is that so much to ask? Get rid of the animus. Get rid of the present day bullshit. Let's go, baby. But anyway, we're going to move right along, Cal, because we are ticking along and time is of the essence. Suicide Squad leak reveals live service elements like a battle pass and more. And at this point, is anyone even surprised that these games are coming out with battle passes, etc.? Yeah, I actually meant to uh, confirm this, but I think VGC had a little bit more about this. Um, Yeah, it doesn't look good uh, from what we're seeing here. Uh, There was a really good comparison with Marvel's Avengers, and the UI is almost identical. Like, just, it gives off that. That stank. That the Marvel Avengers right now, Marvel Avengers at launch. I don't know, but it was just literally like the character select screen and like the currencies at the top, and it just it just currency, felt icky. Multiple currencies is a big red flag. Yeah, it is. 
Yeah, there's. Big it looks like flag. there's like three or four right there. Oh my god! Yeah, huge red flag for like trying to milk me of all my money. Uh, we'll see how it goes. That that's. Oh, sorry, sorry. I remembered it. Uh, so someone leaked on 4chan, uh, unconfirmed, but it was like a bunch of different stuff that happens in the game, like story elements. And again, all of this is probably made up, but it was like, God, I don't know, like Batman gets brutally murdered. There's like a lot of like violence and because a lot of people were like, do you actually kill the Justice League? And this leak seemed to suggest that you do. And it's kind of like played for laughs almost (laughs) like anyway, who knows? It's all speculation. Everything speculation. That's what we live for, Kale. Uh, the, the game that might get me out of my stink, Hogwarts Legacy Game Length Side Puzzles Revealed in a Leaked Art Book. Uh, but according to Twitter, you shouldn't buy it for reasons. Yeah, that's the uh, that's the situation at the moment, isn't it? There are some people taking some very strong stances uh, about what purchasing Hogwarts Legacy means about you as a person. Yeah, and I personally right. disagree. It's You're... Instantly, a terrible, hum- a terrible human being. If you buy Hogwarts Legacy, uh, because obviously every developer that ever was touched this game and was involved in it is an absolute bad person, and you are a bad person for playing it. No one, yeah, it's so interesting. Like people can't real. Oh, Gavinda is uh being sarcastic in, in case that didn't come through. Oh, sorry. Slash R. Slash S. Sorry. Slash, yeah, yeah. There you are. It is really interesting. Uh, uh, Chris Raygun actually had a really good point on Twitter. It's like, why do you ever see people, like, making these lines in the sand, like, when people are talking about, like, SNK or Capcom, where, like, the people behind that who directly own the companies, you know, J.K. Rowling doesn't own, it's Warner Brothers, right? She doesn't own that. But, like, the Saudi public fund or whatever it's called, the investment fund, like, the people that murdered that journalist, like, all these human rights atrocities, they're directly, they own yeah, those companies I, like that's I, I saw way worse. <laughs> I saw a good one. Like, okay, so are you not going to buy Diablo Four? Yeah, what about Activision Blizzard? Yeah, like, what about Activision Blizzard? Like, are you? Does that mean that you like sexual harassment? Is that like? Yeah, is that what it says about you? Yeah, because that is so the, it's, the, it's just such the a line. Weird... The line here is people that just... if you buy Hogwarts Legacy, you somehow don't believe trans people should have rights, and that's yeah, what people you're tra- are truly you're transphobic for sure. That's what people I are truly a, presenting as an argument, and I, it's crazy to me. I saw a whole thread on Twitter, and it was like I was just reading it, being like, oh, "Jesus, it get truly, off Twitter!" These people just need yeah, to take a time off Twitter. You know, it truly I, is only on Twitter. Twitter because the reality is, they're all gonna buy it, and that'll be the fun part: is seeing yeah. the people that were out against it. Because I think this game, even if it's like just fine, it's gonna sell so big. <laughs> Oh yeah, it's, it's it's Harry Potter, dude. It's gonna you know, one of the biggest IPs on the on the planet. Here's a, a huge throwback for you. When we used to do like the feature of the week, and we would like present people's features. Remember that at the start of this show, mm-hmm. around like episode one mm-hmm. to ten. Mm-hmm. Uh, Maybe Chandler, longer than that, but yeah, yeah. Uh, Chandler Wood, who was the uh, editor in chief of PS Lifestyle, uh, I think we featured a couple of his pieces, and you know, yep. had some chats back and forward. He's actually now the community manager for this. And it's been interesting because he's out here being like, yeah, obviously it's his job to promote Hogwarts Legacy. And he's someone that is liked in the industry, you know, like he's been a writer, he's been around. I'm not finding much toxicity in those threads. It's like people are staying away from pointing the finger at the actual developers, but it's more like, or people involved at the company. And I don't think they should. 
but it's it is interesting that it doesn't you don't see it in those threads it's these other ones yeah yeah Hmm. Yeah. Anyway, we're gonna move on real quickly. I got one extra scoop for you. It comes from the. Oh wait, sorry. One... Did we actually talk about the game length? No. Oh, we should do that. <laughs> we should we do talked that. about my little quip at the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So apparently, it's gonna be thirty-five hours mainline quest, uh, seventy hours for hundred percent completion, which is media than I was expecting. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Thirty-five is a good number. I like honestly, I I would have been happy with twenty-five. But anyway, thirty-five. Happy days. Okay, well, now that we got the game length out of the way, let's move along. We got one more little quick scoop from the one, the only Tom Henderson. I believe it's a bit of a rumor at this point, but he's pretty on the money whenever it comes to this sort of stuff. Apparently, the next PlayStation 5 update, version 7.00, will include Discord and cloud streaming for PS5 games. It's funny, too. I, I saw this story and was going to include it, but I think we've already talked about this and it's only just now happening. We've spoken about Discord many times. And yeah, I was going to say. Now it's only happening. I'm just hoping that the Discord integration is a little bit nicer than the Xbox One because that's really cumbersome and not intuitive at all. I want a Discord app and I just want to hit do it and it's integrated into the OS. That'd be rad. Guarantee it won't be intuitive on PlayStation. <laughs> no, uh, like... Well, I, I, think the, I think it should be. Like They have an actual partnership with Discord, whereas Xbox just got it somehow. Uh, yeah, right. The f- I'm hoping it is just actually an app that I can that's integrated into the system. That would be all I need, and I'd be frothing real hard. But that is probably not going to happen because fuck me, right? All right, Kale, that's enough of the slowest quick fire we've ever done. Now, time to move into the news that we care about. <laughs> Yeah, so we had CES over the, I want to say break, but it's really just our two-week interval. <laughs> it's, uh, it was literally the day after, or the day that we posted the last episode, I think. I'm really glad we didn't hold the show either, because there wasn't much. We did get this um, admittedly pretty awesome uh, accessibility controller, which is highly customizable. It looks to me like a flight stick. Uh, you insinuated that you would like these for your feet. Explain. Oh, dude, I'm straight up. I I, play, I still play Apex Legends pretty regularly, in fact. Uh, and so when they revealed this, they said that you could actually connect two of these together or you could actually connect two of them and pair them with a DualSense controller as well. So you, in theory, have three controllers wherever you need them to be able to do whatever you need to do if you have like uh, disabilities that you can't touch all the buttons on a DualSense, etc. I want two of these at my feet. And I want, yeah. all I need is two buttons. I need a jump and a sl- jump and a crouch on my feet. And that is, I got paddles. And that way I'm going to be the <laughs> most annoying Apex Legends player in the world. Because crouch is but, obviously slide as well. I'll be having a great time. Look, I think they're probably going to expense, be expensive. And I think you could save some money by just getting one and mapping those to two different buttons. You wouldn't, I, I don't guess, know if you need to. <laughs> it's just too close together. So I'd have to do like the mm. little pigeon toed thing. Because obviously, like if you haven't seen it, it's like a, it's like a stick and then a disc of buttons around the outside of the disc. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I think this, it's very customizable. You can do whatever you want with it. But I just, I guess I could I just put two buttons on there, I guess, in theory. Just take them off. And But yeah, I, wanna, I want pedals. It's so interesting because, again, this is all great. Like, if, if you're a person that this helps, that's awesome. And if you're not, it's still awesome. And there really is, like, this thing... <laughs> and if not, it doesn't affect you at all. No, no, and there really is this thing, like, even playing The Last of Us Part 1 and, like, all its accessibility options, I believe that was a selling point. 
like a lot of sites yeah. were talking about how awesome uh, that was and like PlayStation generally the first party have been very good with accessibility because even God of War was very very good with accessibility settings and it's it's good for everyone like there's just things in there that I can't remember exactly what it was but there was something in God of War I was like this is awesome this should be in every game like um there was something that i ended up using towards the end when i was trying to do all the uh i forget what those challenges are where you fight the oh my god uh, it's been uh, never mind but it was a it was a boss checkpoint so you'll get to a certain level uh -huh. of boss health and it will do a checkpoint for you so if you die you don't have to fight the entire boss again and i was just like i got into one fight and i was like i can't deal with this why is there so many and i had to put that on and i got through it and i was like that is a nice that's a nice addition yeah, and I think Xbox had their accessibility controller and PlayStation was kind of... Uh, put in like a negative light for not having an equivalent or anything for yeah. accessibility needs. And it seems like they've really spent some time to knuckle down. I believe well, they partnered with a few organizations to kind of make sure what they did was the best they could do. And it seems it seems pretty awesome. Yeah, you can pair two of them together. You can pair two of them with a dual sense. Uh, so apparently a carer and stuff can also assist in the gameplay if needed. So yeah, pretty cool. Unrelated, but like sideways related. Uh, that last story, the um, the update that might include Discord. Apparently that's going to have firmware for the DualSense Edge. How are you feeling about that still? Too expensive, but I want to... It is, isn't it? I, that's where well, I'm like, at. I, I have to toss up, right? Is it cheaper for me to buy two of these new accessibility controllers or one DualSense Edge to get yeah. the paddles on the back? <laughs> uh, it's just uh, the fact that it's half the price of a console or I could buy, like, I could almost buy a full OLED Nintendo Switch for the cost of one controller really is tough. I, I will say this. One of the biggest differences in my life now that I have a child, I really think about wasting money. Like, I'm like, do I need... Like, because the other day I was just sitting there looking at the Callisto Protocol. And I was like, everyone says this game is mid. I kind of want to buy it. It's a hundred bucks. And I was just sitting there. I'm like, do it, dude. No. That's yeah, not, I think that's a wait I'm... for a sale game. That's a wait for a sale game. But like sure. five years ago, I would have done it. I just would have played a bit of it. Five years ago, dude. Five months ago. You <laughs> yeah, you're right. It. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> but it is. Right. That's really shifted for me. <laughs> Uh, about the only other substantial announcement was the uh, free Gran Turismo 7 PSVR 2 update uh, that will be that has been confirmed for the launch of the PSVR 2. That's cool. Which is pretty lit because instantly I was like, I don't own Gran Turismo, but I would buy it day one with a PlayStation VR 2 unit because yeah. that would be sick as uh so uh, people were blowing up about this this is like a huge deal people couldn't even believe it was a free update they thought for oh. sure of well playstation of all people I, they make me pay 125 dollars for the last of us part one surely they would make you pay full price for a grand trismo psvr version but no i think to pull people in they just got it as a free update with existing grand trismo 7 which is pretty cool it's pretty I appreciate cool it. i mean it's uh, not I for wonder, me but Oh yeah, of course. But if you like, if you like racing at all, I, I actually think it might be like. Actually, I feel like you right. enjoy. Like, if I had a PSVR two, I'd. Oh wait, but you'd need to own Gran Turismo. 7. You need to own Gran Turismo Seven, so I that's probably the wouldn't buy. I, <laughs> I think it's one of those things where the only chance you have of enjoying a racing game is in VR. Yeah, I think so too. Because it'd be more visceral, and like you'd kind of feel like you're in there, and it'd be like a bit more intense. But I just think it's a it's pretty cool that it's a free update, and I. 
PlayStation is not known for doing stuff like this. And it's ov- an obvious push to get units out the door day one. It is funny, though, because I like of all of them, this is the one I'd buy. And I, I'm sort of on the fence. I think I might just wait for like a price drop and a few games to come out. But I, I'll probably get PSVR 2. I need to see. I need to see more. I need to see like a the yeah, I, lineup because right now, like, I just uh, the Horizon game really just doesn't do it for me. Even, even that, and that's like the most high profile thing we're getting. Even that just feels like not a real video game. And I'm sorry yeah. to say it like that, but it, it just feels, feels like, like, like me an, an experience. experience. Yeah, it's. I need uh, something. But like good. at the same time, like look, just if if I've there's, if there's only three games I could get with PlayStation VR, which are possible for me to get, would be like Gran Turismo Seven, No Man's Sky, and Skyrim. It's true. All like, of them are available on PSVR. Yeah. Oh, actually, I take that back. I don't know if all of them are, but if I know they're all available in some form of VR. Yeah, that seems right to me. But that would be a really solid lineup, and I would be like. Skyrim's still... I've played it recently and it's, it's still pretty interesting and fun. Like, combat's still pretty shit, but that was always the case. And <laughs> But if I'm physically swinging a sword and physically casting spells with my hands and stuff, that would be all time and I'd be all for that. Just as a, uh, just as a quick aside, we had a friend come over yesterday and her husband had, like, brought an Oculus home from work and was, like, playing it. And she was just saying how fucking annoying it was because she was just sitting there and he was like doing something like fighting and like was a bit too close to her and she was just like fuck off like, it was a good yeah, story no, i think we've i think we said this a little while ago but like if i get one i'm playing it behind a locked door yeah i couldn't imagine living like, in, i don't like, want a someone, house with, with i don't want someone around me while i'm playing it it stresses <laughs> me out dude i get abused or something i have trust issues obviously obviously <laughs> all right this is the big stuff. Let's talk about uh, HBO's The Last of Us. The greatest TV show ever? Question mark? Too early to tell. It is too early to tell. It was really good, it was very, though. It was very good, though. It was very good. I Joel's daughter in the show is much better than Joel's daughter in the game. Yeah. Again, playing just the opening of that, I was like, I much prefer that actress. Uh, I mean, no slide on the original. It was just like that. I think it was because there was more setup. There is yeah, more exactly. time. There was more of like a relationship it's... to be built that you can actually understand, and and but yeah, it definitely interesting because obviously from the on from the get go, it's it's sort of different from the game, but also very similar. Yeah, I I want to say that this is correct, but I I I meant to check when I was playing and I, I didn't. But in the show, it appears like you know they leave the house, and there's no real spoilers here. They leave the house. They're like with Tommy, and they're driving. They're trying to get away right? Mm -hmm. They get to the end of the road and they turn. I feel like in the show they go the opposite way and so when they go past the burning farm that everyone comments, it's on the other side and I meant to check that. I don't know why I thought that was worth talking about, but I think that that's not worth talking about at all. It's like the same thing where, (laughs) let's see, what I picked up on is when Joel is like carrying his daughter and then they run into the military dude, the soldier the camera is on another side and it just seems weird to change the side that the camera's the on. The mirror. Yeah, which is what I think is happening here with this road thing. <laughs> like, maybe it is a thing. If you and notice I feel like that maybe too, they're it's... just trying to do it. But I, I did I did enjoy it. I think it's interesting when she goes over to, like, the neighbor's house and, like, you kind of have that interaction with the neighbors and stuff as well. That was see her awesome. Go into, that was you awesome. You see her go into the city and to, like, get the watch fixed and stuff like that. Yeah. And um, even there, so things were... 
Often. So when they're driving away and they're talking about like, oh, they think the infection came from the city and then she's stressing about that, obviously, because she went to the city to get the watch fixed and stuff. So, Oh, you know what they missed? Uh, I'm sure it was a conscious thing, but my favourite part of that whole prologue in the game is when you're blanking on her name. Sarah. Uh, you, you walk into, I believe it's Joel's room and you're watching the news report and like the... Mm cops run in they're like hey there's a gas leak you need to get out of here and there's an explosion on the tv and you can see it out the window so you know the explosion oh, yeah. is close and that was such a cool moment and i was like why why didn't they put that in there it's a yeah, great I shot did, um, like, i'm really looking forward to like seeing clickers and stuff which will be the next late episode in, late in the pandemic the one thing that was really interesting to me and i i can't figure out why they chose to do this why did they set it in 2023? Because it makes Joel really ah, old. I know this. I know this. Because uh, we got into a small... I had a little watch party at my house, and I got into a little argument with Callum about this. So, in the Wait, game... was Callum at your house? I thought he went back to... Oh, yeah, he did. They've, it's a whole thing. He's in Noosa oh, again. It's fine. Never mind. We'll talk later. <laughs> it's fine. Uh, yeah, so the game is set in 2013... Yeah, right. so it's 10 Which years is, later instead of 20 years later. That's right. And so in the show, it starts in 2003, and then it's 20 years later. The reason they did that was they said there wasn't enough difference between, like, what... Like, they, you know, like, they did a really good job of showing what 2003 was like with the clothes they were wearing, like, the pictures of George Bush, like, framed yeah. in the schools. It was like there's a more cultural gap, whereas 2013 is essentially now. Like, you know, there's not a lot of huge, uh, like, that was the, uh, I read something with someone from Wait, the Wait, what do you mean? What do you mean? They didn't think that 2013 would be as recognizable, like, Why, why does 2013, it wouldn't be recognizable because it's a complete post-apocalyptic world at that point. No, no, but this is before the poc apocalypse. No, no, see, I'm just saying, I don't know why they didn't just set the, 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 the present Joel mm. in 2013. Why did they have to go to our present year, 2023? You know what I mean? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I like, just it just know. seems like they could, they could have just matched the timeline of the game. It said 2003 to 2013, and the show was just set in 2013, and that's like a non-issue. It just seems it, weird that Joel's old as shit. That's what Erin said, too. That was her problem. She was like, is he meant to be 56 right now? I was like... I, 55, yeah. Yeah. I was or like, 56, that, yeah. yeah. I don't know. I don't, that's kind of fine to me. I will say... And, um, and then I saw a thing from Pedro Pascal about how... Uh, Joel doesn't do as much stealth in the show because 55-year-olds can't crouch for very long. Oh, that's cool. That's cool. And I was like, I don't like that. The stealth is a big part of it. I, they better not have gotten rid of it. <laughs> yeah, that's a fun... I will say this, though. Uh, blown away by Bella Ramsey. I really, uh, really thought she was awesome. Uh, she was the question mark for me. I didn't really know anything about her. Like, I liked it. I think yeah. she's got the spunk. <laughs> she's... Like, she was all right so far. I, I don't know. I, I like Ellie in the game probably more still at this point. But it's, again, we're one episode in. We've barely seen it. So. Yeah. Early days. But I don't know. I, Ellie in my head is Ellie. And Bella Ramsey is not hitting that mark, really. But it, was, it wasn't bad by any means. But, like, I feel like Pedro Pascal fits my impression of Joel more than Bella Ramsey fits my impression of Ellie. You know what I mean? Yeah. I will say that the, um obviously, you know... Pedro Pascal, Hispanic? Is he from Spain? I don't know. Chilean, I believe. Oh, right. Okay. Well, so obviously Tommy is also changed from his portrayal in the game. And that's kind of thrown me. I don't think I'm down with Tommy so much. I, although he yeah, does sound like him. 
He really yeah, sounds we'll like say, Well, like, it's it's one of those things, like, it's one episode, you know, and I'm so... I've played two of these games for, like, a total of 60 hours at this point or more. Yeah. So it's... it's you got to un, uh, unwire some of my connections in my brain, you know, to make it work. But I think it was good showing so far and the um, world seemed to like it <laughs> yeah that's the thing so the next piece here was uh the last of us hbo pulls in 4.7 million viewers it's the second biggest debut on hbo since 2010 which is since 2010 second biggest yeah second biggest to house of the dragon yeah and before that it was boardwalk empire which yeah. is also oh, great. that was interesting boardwalk empire it was great wouldn't have expected it to be a huge launch like a huge uh, debut though i think it had a lot anyway. of hype I think that's it had beside a lot. the point. That's beside the point. Did you did you pick up who Tess Tess's actor is from? No, I actually didn't love her either. If I'm being honest, like playing the game, I, I really preferred that portrayal of Tess. Do you um, know who the actor is though? You'll no. When I tell you, it's the the chick from Fringe. Oh, I vaguely remember Fringe. I only remember oh, the yeah. dude. You got to go watch like the first three seasons of Fringe again. That shit is. Fire. I remember, like, the, what, the older guy that's, like, the main Yeah, character. from Dawson's Creek. Oh, the older guy. No, I mean the, the FBI dude from Dawson's Creek. Or not the FBI dude, his, da- his son. Mm. The scientist dude's son is from Dawson's Creek. You're really pulling, pulling that from the back catalogue. Dude, Fringe. I can't believe, I thought you were the one who got me into Fringe. I think I was, too. That's the thing. I, I just, yeah, it was a long time ago. Oh, uh, man, that's so still good. We Sean rewatched it. Do you have any idea how old we are? <laughs> no, so, I've lost track completely. That's how old I am as I forget my own age. Honestly, I'm like, I don't know, 33, I think, 32, 33. I'm nearly 34 next month. Yeah, yucky. Oh, yuck. Oof. Oofed. I mean, what do you want from me? I have a kid. I'm old. Put me in the ground. I'm oh, done. I want to go, dude. I want to end this. <laughs> I mean, that's all I've got to say. I'm super excited to watch more. All I wanted was another episode. I was like, God, yeah, that doesn't yeah. happen very often. I was seeing the season reviews go up and I was like, are they going to drop the whole season? Am I going to be able to binge this? And then I got disappointed by the one oh, wait, wait. time. Here's a fun game. Of all the things that happen in that episode, what do you think annoyed Callum the most? This is great for our listeners. Someone they don't know. <laughs> of all the aspects of this, large or small, what do you think annoyed Callum? I don't know. I, you got I nothing? Know. I'll just tell you, it's not even that big. Uh, there are no spores in the TV show, so yes. they don't. No, there's none. They they saw the dead one in that, like in the game. They wear masks through that whole encounter. They're wearing the gas masks. Oh, so in this universe, I believe there are no spores. You have to be bitten. Yeah, and he That's hated that. that. <laughs> I actually kind of don't like it either, but I, I you yeah, get it, right? They can't be wearing gas masks the whole time, like. They can't, but they also don't in the game all the time. They only do it when they go somewhere with spores, you know? So I'm with it. I get it. Uh, also, did you notice the, uh, I guess, the infected, I guess they're not clickers yet, but the infected, like, have little tendrils in their mouth? That was awesome. Yeah, that was, that was, and I really loved yeah, the- Yeah, I don't know what was going on. I was like, are they prawns now? Like, what's happening here? Uh, the opening with, like, the, in the 60s, with the, like, virologists talking about uh, it. Oh, yeah, that so was really, good. That was, that was good. Good way to get everyone up on what was happening. Yeah, like, yeah. It was a smart way to do it, and it was real clever, and then also kind of scary at the same time, because the things that he said were real. Yes. And so I the... love that, like, the, the kicker was that he was like, why would the fungus need to mutate or, like, adapt? And he's like, what if the world just got warmer? Is that go, a reason so... to adapt? 
Okay, well, just cut me off. Fuck me, dude. Fuck. Oh, sorry. I was just, uh, I pulled up the quote. So the writer and creative director for The Last of Us game, Neil Druckmann, told Collider, quote, The game had spores in the air and people had to wear gas masks, and we decided early on that we didn't want to do that for the show. Eventually, those conversations led to those tendrils. And then just thinking about how there's a passage that happens from one infected to another, and like fungus does, it could become a network that is interconnected. It became very scary to think that they're all working against us in this unified way, which was a concept that I really liked that got developed in the show, end quote. So apparently there's some connection with them, from my understanding. Yeah, anyway, yeah, I don't know. You just, cut, you just cut me off with some random shit. What you said was boring. Still, still I was onto this whole spore no, thing. I was really I, nailing I was, we that. Were talking about the actual show, dude. Jesus, I don't care what they say. Mycelial network, dude. That's a thing. Give me All fungus here. are connected. We know this. It's called science, dude. You little fuck. I don't believe in it. I just thought it was interesting that they they made it sound like it was plausible in our world, Kale. That's what drew you in. That you was the seen draw. A spore? I've never seen a spore. Doesn't make any I'm sense. I'm not talking about the spores anymore. Get rid of the spores. I'm talking about the scientist dude saying that the only reason a fungus would need to adapt is if the world got warmer. Global was a warming. Cool it was a cool I mean, that's not oh, real either, but like, we can talk about that. So we're actually still in the middle of an ice age. You know that? I mean, if it's so warm, then why is there so much water? Wouldn't it just evaporate? <laughs> you know we're in the middle of an Answer ice age. Answer me that. Science guy. Why, why would it be this warm in the middle of an ice age, Kale? Should we talk about ancient apocalypse? Have you seen that shit? <laughs> no, we shouldn't. Maybe we should We should start a conspiracy theory podcast. I'd love that more than anything in this world. <laughs> and it would start as satire and end in like us wearing tinfoil hats. QAnon. Kale, you really annoyed me at the end there by cutting me off with some bullshit. Oh, I can't get over it. Um, are we going to fight in total war tonight? Is that happening? Potentially. Yeah, potentially. Is Kale... Is, uh, never mind. I've been me. Kale's been him. This has been episode 78 of Long Live Play, the number one Australian PlayStation podcast on the internet. Go fuck yourselves if you think you have a better one, honestly. Otherwise, leave us a review. That'd be much appreciated. Uh, or don't leave us a review. That's fine. You can always reach us on at Twitter at Long Live Pod. You can also reach Kale at... Actually, everyone go on Twitter and find Kale's profile and look at his profile picture. It is ridiculous. What do you mean? So, you don't look like that, dude. Yes, I What's do. The, no, you don't, dude. <laughs> yes, I do. No, you don't. You know that meme of like the real chiseled jaw guy? Like That's what you've tried to look like in this like weird drawing of you. It does not look like you. The it's only that... thing that looks like you is the hairline. Jesus That's Christ, what my hair dude. looks like at the moment. You've I'm missed, sorry. You forgot to add a chin in that drawing, you fuck. I'm sorry I look fucking hot, dude. You don't. I sent it to Callum and he... I sent it to Callum and we had a good old lol about it. It was ridiculous. So anyway, you can follow Kale at Kale Adam on Twitter. I think it's Kale Adam. That's correct. Now spell it. Yeah, at Twitter. Uh, Goodbye. Goodbye.